Welcome to the Stan Student Podcast, where we dive into important social, political, economic, and environmental issues at home and around the world. Stand is an initiative for third-level students and recent graduates across Ireland, supported by Irish Aid. My name is Shauna. And my name is Orla, and this episode is all about consumer guilt. Today we are going to be talking about uh, consumer guilt and I guess we thought that we would start off with how we what we think consumer guilt is so like what is consumer guilt to us so I feel like I mean self-explanatory but I guess consumer guilt is when you feel guilty for consumption which is pretty pretty pretty, pretty simple um and by that I think I've become like really aware of it over the lockdown Mm -hmm everything I consume I'm aware of whereas yeah. I think more fast-paced you just do it you just eat and you just watch tv in the evenings and you don't yeah. feel it but I think definitely COVID-19 has- yeah and I think also because you have the time to be like oh should I be doing this or you know before it was like an excuse because you were like oh, I'm so busy I'm just going to pick up a like a lunch or whatever. Maybe it was like fast food or I'm going to just pick up this random thing because you were so, and people were like, oh, yeah, you don't have the time. But now you have all this time. People are like, oh, you should start being aware of like what you consume. And it's yeah. like, oh, yeah. But- I think at the start as well, nobody expected this to go on for so long. So mm-hmm. when we thought it was going to be two weeks, it looked like two weeks to be really proactive. Yeah. Obviously, after a year, everyone has COVID fatigue. And yeah. You can't keep up that same level of um, kind of being conscious of what you consume. Yeah. And I think one of the big things that we're going to talk about is fast fashion. And Mm -hmm. that with obviously with the pandemic, fast fashion has become like, I feel like it's become a battle. It's like half the people I know are like, like, you know, on PLT the whole time on, you know, all these big brands the whole time. And then half are like, no, I never buy any clothes at all. I feel like it's gone one way or the other. Yeah, definitely. I think as well, like people are spending a lot more time on Instagram and I'm feeling increasingly guilty because I see things about fast fashion, yeah. the effects for the environment, the poor labor conditions. And, yeah. Um. So obviously people are posting on their Instagrams about this and I am feeling guilty every time I buy myself something, even if I need yeah. it. Yeah, and even think- if you need it, that's the big one. It's like, if you, if you are in need of something, especially like, Take, for example, I started a job and I had to get, you know, a uniform that I didn't have and I had Mm -hmm. to go and I had to buy it from somewhere and I didn't have time to go online and I had to buy it from somewhere that would be considered to be unethical, I guess you would call it. But like Mm -hmm. you can't, all the shops were closed, all, you know, I couldn't get it anywhere else. And yet there's still a guilt of like, oh, no, this is so bad. You know, I shouldn't be doing this. But yeah, I think it's well because people have so much time I'm like I'd be doom scrolling on clothes websites at the Mm. same time as doom scrolling on Instagram where all this information like this guilt information is coming at me yeah so because obviously you can't just run into a shop and pick something up if you need you know t-shirts or something and it just goes unnoticed whereas now you have you have time to consciously like think about it before you hit um checkout yeah I think it's so and like people are like addicted to online shopping now like I always knew they were but now it's like so easy and because everyone's like well you can't go to the shops it's like it's so easy to be like I just want this one thing or like I'm just gonna Mm -hmm. get this one thing and then 
the you know filling your basket and pressing you know proceed to check out and you've got all these things that you're like mm, um, yeah. do I need that I know I nearly came to a stage last year this time last year where I was just ordering stuff because it was something to look forward to mm. I knew even if I yeah. was going to send it back which is yeah. even worse because they just throw it out anyway mm. um yeah I that's one thing looking- I did learn and I learned that from you is that most of the things that you're returning don't go back on the shop floor like they don't go back into resale and you know someone else gets them they just they just go they just get thrown out especially now that they have to quarantine the clothes Mm -hmm. they for 72 hours it's really not worth their while which shows how cheap they are making the clothes that it is cheaper for them to throw them out than to process or return mad though isn't it yeah you think that they would you think that they would do something with charity or link in with a homeless mm-hmm. organization you know you think but then is it all covid guidelines just too much red tape i don't know it's all capitalism it's all capitalism <laughs> that's what it goes down to <laughs> uh, we love capitalism yeah <laughs> Uh, um, over lockdown I had the chance to start depopping and you know I took pictures of loads of my old clothes and sold them on things I had never worn from just because I got them when I was younger and you know holiday clothes I had bought for last year that I never ended up going on and um and they so all sold pretty quickly but I think as well I used that as an excuse because the money went into my PayPal yeah. but that money didn't exist so then I was just buying money buying yeah. things that money because it wasn't coming out of my actual bank account yeah that's a, another thing with um the whole thing because there's the side of fast fashion where everyone's kind of has the time to do it and even if there's like that guilt they're still doing it and then there's like thrifting which is basically depop now where yeah. you're getting secondhand clothes and you're, you know, you're, which is a really, like, it's cool. I think like Depop's amazing. I think it's so cool that mm-hmm. we're sharing around, especially in Ireland when like, you know, when you see those videos and it's like all the things I thrifted, thrifted and they're from like America or England and they have these like amazing clothes and they find like Levi's jeans and like really good quality stuff. And like, I've tried a lot of charter shops. We don't really have like Levi's jeans or like no. you know, nice brands. There's obviously there is some good thrift shops, but I think it's very different in Ireland to thrift yeah. in person, even without the pandemic. It's, mm-hmm. it's always been hard but depop is now this like newfound or not even newfound maybe it's just new to me but i've i i first heard of it in first year of college that's when i yeah. first heard of it but i don't think it was as popular now it's like oh yeah i got this like this this thing that i'm wearing now is from depop like a lot of things mm-hmm. um things are from depop and as well you can get brands i think that aren't available in ireland as well and a lot of the times people were you know exporting them and coming from mad places and now you have these people you know that are in Ireland that you can just um you know send through the center on posts instead of these big costs of exporting and everything yeah like I think it's kind of contradictory because then when I think about what I try to buy off Depop I even think you know if I'm 
in like I'm in Galway at the minute and if it's mm-hmm. somebody selling something in Galway that I want I'll walk to them because I don't want you know that thing to go to the main post office and then be driven back because I'm constantly thinking of my carbon footprint yeah and then sometimes I think oh is it better to you know order this thing off an Irish website which yes it might be fast fashion rather than buying it off someone on Depop who is as far away as America because that thing has to come mm. over here I know I know and I think it's like the constant struggle of whether you know walking down to the shop is better or if those um, yeah but that's but that's the thing that's that's what we're trying to talk about is like everything has guilt attached to it everything we do has like some sort of like I feel bad about doing this or I feel bad about doing that yeah Um, and like is it justified if we're aware of it if we're aware of the issue of fast fashion and the ethics behind it and the environmental issues and the you know the human rights issues is mm-hmm. it and we're we're trying our best is it, do we have to always be guilted to be like bye ah, you didn't need that dress it's like but what yeah. if i just wanted it what if i just wanted the dress yeah you know to make me feel good you know um, yeah exactly and then I think it goes on to as well as consumption of food mm. that you, I felt so guilty about consuming mm. meat that I have stopped. And yeah. I just find now I'm a worse eater than I ever was. Yeah. And um, so basically I'm not eating well. So my body is changing, which means in turn I have to get new clothes because I don't feel as comfortable but then I felt so guilty about eating meat and stuff like that which is I found the only way I could eat salads or you know even try to make my food interesting was through meat and I know that's probably laziness of myself Mm. but I just do find it more difficult now yeah no Um, I definitely think like I think I don't think I gave up meat for guilt reasons but I think I've like I'd never go back now because I'm like, I would feel too bad. You know, like, yeah. I think I gave it up for, you know, animals and environment, whatever you want to say. But I think now I'm like, God, if I went back to meet people, probably guilt me more. Be like, yeah. what do you mean you were veget? Like, I'm a- almost two years now. And I feel like people would, people are have more of a like, well, you should have stuck with it. You know, you should have. Yeah, it becomes a personality trait as well. Oh, definitely. <laughs> we always talk about this yeah that's our only personality trait is being vegetarian (laughs) but then this one time I was out for dinner and like one of the boys said to me well like why can you eat cheese and not feel guilty about it but you can't eat chicken and not feel guilty about it and then it's just the added guilt because I know that if I thought too much into it that I would go vegan yeah but then so I know to myself that my eating habits right now and being in college mm-hmm. I just can't do that for my health yeah so I try to ignore it which I don't know even if that's worse yeah and people people make you feel worse like you've signed this contract that they're like oh you can't you're not allowed to eat that like you've signed this like legal binding contract of what I'm gonna eat and if I say that I'm vegetarian then I have to be vegetarian my entire life for the whole 30 days of the month or whatever it is when like really the aim is to like just like stop the overconsumption of meat it's not to guilt people into feeling you know like if people need protein or people need iron or people I know I say iron weird um these vitamins and minerals they're allowed like give them give them fucking room you know yeah give them grace to do it basically yeah yeah 
and it's definitely that as well I think because I'm so bored of what I eat at home now mm-hmm. as a vegetarian I get more and more takeaways yeah because, and yeah. I think it's to do with COVID as well because I in it my is, head yeah. I'm saying oh but I'm not getting that food after a night out or oh, mm-hmm. I'm not spending yeah. money on going to the cinema and stuff like that so I like deserve a takeaway and I know that I do deserve a takeaway yeah but then I think that when I look back and how much money I spent maybe throughout this year I will feel guilty because I don't have the money to be spending wasting money on takeaway but then there has to be some joy in something oh yeah there does there does and I think as well like people are so caught up like with um you know being so productive in the pandemic it's like this pressure to be like the most productive person so that when you come out of the pandemic you're this like changed person for some reason and everyone seems to feel that like pressure of like well I need to be like my healthiest and I need to come out looking like a different person like my hair needs to be different my like my style has to be different and it's like you're putting so much pressure on yourself in such a bad time, like in such a horrible, messy time when you don't even know like what you're meant to do with your life and your, I don't know, maybe people need, but especially graduates like us coming out of college, not really having a clue what we want to do. And then all this other pressure where like, oh, what did you do in your year and a half off? Which people are saying is a year and a half off, even though college never stopped, work never stopped. You know, most things didn't stop for students anyway a lot of for most people I'm not even saying students um but... yeah I feel like life's gotten a lot busier mm-hmm. for yeah. some reason um I don't know if that's to do with the kind of my brain's clouded from over consuming news and yeah. over consuming fake news and fear mongering yeah. that everything takes me longer and on online college and I just I think my life is just a lot busier right now than it ever has been. I'm struggling a lot with, you know, like glow up culture. I keep seeing these things and I know that we're not out of lockdown on the 21st of June, but I keep seeing, you know, like tweets about let me glow up before the 21st of June and oh, you have two months to glow up before. And like, I feel like some people like have I suppose you know there's always going to be people who've worked on themselves throughout a whole yeah. year and I, and I think that's and like... I never would have compared myself to them before but now I am because I feel like we're all in the same situation mm. but that's not true everyone still is in different like parts of their life and going mm. different pathways so some people have more times to internally glow up and that's one thing as well is that obviously with glow up culture it just it's just just appearance yeah exactly that's a really good point because no one ever talks about yeah internal glow up and like you might have worked on yourself so much like you might have taken on all you know like this year and a half and been like I'm actually going to deal with maybe my mental health issues or maybe I'm going to deal with my eating issues or my you know something inside you that you're like ah now I have the time to work on myself and you might feel so incredible coming out of this pandemic might not have might look the exact same but you've come out being like, I know who I am better than I was, you know, but yeah, no one's exactly. ever going to recognize that because it's not a glow up that they can physically see, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, like the um, definition for glow up on urban dictionary is literally a, a physical glow up mm, yeah. and to go from like disgusting to amazing, I think was used. Jeez. And it's just, it's so Such a bad way to phrase it. 
because I know that everyone always says, oh, she's glowed up. Where I remember when the Adele picture came out when she had lost a load of weight and Mm -hmm. everyone was saying she glowed up. But like, who knew what her feelings were? And yeah, and and it's making it out. Glow up definitely makes it out like they were this like hideous monster beforehand. Yeah. And now they're like amazing looking when like reality is they were really good looking at the beginning and they've just worked on themselves and they're appearing I guess they're appearing more to the side of like they've gotten fitter or they've got more into makeup or like you know skincare or something like that it doesn't necessarily mean though that they you know they looked horrible before they glue up you know yeah but exactly they're such a bad um and then obviously there's the guilt of like well I didn't glow up after pandemic I just Came the, yeah. I was the exact same person and most people are as well people are making out, a year like, and a half yeah, yeah. It, a year and a half is nothing in a lifetime and I don't think most people change that quickly oh no, you notice so. maybe when you compare yourself to I when I compare myself to my first year in college I've changed so much but that's yeah. over a, a period of four years but I don't think mm-hmm. there was any one day I woke up and I was a completely different person yeah yeah I look at myself like and the only things say from when the pandemic started a year ago to now the reasons that I've changed is more to do with like my you know in our course we did a placement or you know the work we've done or like that we did college none of it was actually to do with a pandemic none of it was to do with people saying well, now you have all this time, go work on yourself. Like, I don't think I ever thought, ah, yeah. The only thing, a skill I tried to do was skateboarding and that didn't work. So like, <laughs> so like nothing, nothing stuck with me anyway. I know. Um, and I think like all of this guilt does come from consumerism at the start, yeah. consuming too much Instagram, Twitter, everything is about it. Everything's about manifesting who you want to be, is it? Oh yeah, manifesting. Like you, and I, I do believe like if you think positively, positive yeah. things will happen. But I think there's such an emphasis of that you the next morning you will wake up and this whole thing will have changed. And, yeah. it will, and then you feel even more guilty. Mm -hmm. and it's kind of like it's just a strange loop because um if you are like consuming Instagram a lot of the time it's telling you how to do self-care how to you know help your mental health with it and then it doesn't in other ways yeah it doesn't it's it is like a vicious cycle and also it's like when you do get to the top like wherever the top is when you do become healthier fitter all this thing it's still not enough there's still something else that people are like what do you mean you're not doing this new trend or what do you mean like yeah your whole you know so many times like if you look back at the people now even without the pandemic you look back at the people there was always this like fitness pressure of like feeling guilty that you weren't working out all the time and you look back at that those body types and how they those were the goals then and now that you know like body goals this whole comments of like body goals this that and the other and you look at the body types now like they're so different like it's so it's always changing all the time so it's like even when you become the most pretty and this is all societal standards most pretty air quotations um it changes within a few years it's like you can't win you know yeah you're just never ending cycle yeah you're just constantly like on this running like hamster wheel trying (laughs) to like keep up with everyone yeah but yeah. I um seen a really interesting tiktok um earlier Mm. and it was with um it was with blind boy 
And he was saying how capitalism just doesn't function in a mentally stable society mm. because people have to always feel like they're not enough so that they have yeah. to consume more. It's very true. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. I yeah, because you of- always are consuming more, especially like I was thinking the other day of like when you do become um, sustain, you know, you try to become more sustainable um, and how the- I know that a lot of people make fun of, say, Visco girls and that they have their Hydro Flask and their Keep Cup and their whatever other things. But like even to become a sustainable person in society today, you have to buy all this stuff. You have yeah. to like buy into this personality and you have to buy into like getting a hydro flask getting yourself these sustainable things that it's like you're still consuming you know mm-hmm. like you're, you're still buying things online that you still... necessarily need that yeah you don't like I don't think I need a keep cup but I'm like I need one but like I don't drink hot drinks really so like why would yeah, I so to... why would you get one yeah, yeah because you never like yeah. you don't drink tea why would you yeah. and... It's, yeah. it's, it's such a weird one but then it's like the consumer guilt is that like well if you want to become sustainable here's the products here's a list of products that you need mm-hmm. in order to become sustainable I guess yeah and it's I think the one. definition of sustainable just kind of changes yeah through different cultural contexts and you know even for your own mental health you have to think is that sustainable for me is it sustainable for me to every Sunday you know make my own oat milk yeah where when I'm, you know, doing three days of college work uh, or five days of college work and three days of, you know, I know, yeah, the, the part-time time. work. And then what I'm, you know, you're meant to come home and make your own oat milk. And... Yeah. You can't do it all. That's the, that's the end of the, you know, that's the overall message. You can't do it all. And, and the whole like shame. And small sustainable changes yeah. that are sustainable to you make the world yeah. a difference exactly yeah and they're like if you're trying your best you're trying your best can't do any better we could also talk about um which you kind of touched on which was like consumption of like instagram tiktok netflix netflix is a big one which i don't i don't feel guilty about but people make you feel real guilty if you i feel guilty about what i consume on netflix because i like to sit down in the evening and Mm -hmm. like I have been thinking all day and I just yeah. don't want to think when I'm watching Netflix. So yeah. I like switch on, like I've watched Friends three times yeah. since the start of lockdown, but it's because I know it and I don't have to concentrate. Yeah, and I know comfort. I smile like when I'm yeah. watching it or I watch Kardashians because it's just easy watching. It's just mindless, yeah. And just... people, you know, are saying, have you watched, like, have you watched Seaspiracy yet? Oh, but like no. I'm just yeah, always thinking and cowspiracy and everyone's like it's so informative and I'm like yeah I love I love documentaries like I love I'm a big fan of documentaries podcasts another thing but like sometimes you just don't want to have to listen to what you're watching you just want to yeah. like sit there and be like have I'm I watching. done everything I need to do today yeah exactly and I feel like I rarely have time to consume tv to i have a netflix account and i rarely use it Mm. so when i do i just i don't have time to be kind of you know seeing whether i like this thing or not watching the first episode i just want something that i want to watch straight away yeah and i definitely think that as well and then obviously like popular media culture you know there is the guilt then of how you know who stars in these things and how they look and I think that's definitely it yeah that also buys into it isn't it overall like 
just being like, oh, well, they look like this and I don't look like them. And (laughs) should I look like them? You don't, you shouldn't look like them. But of course, the movies will convince you that you should. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it is true. And I think with Netflix, like, I love like sitting down and watching a movie and not having to think about the movie because you've already seen the movie and you know what's going to happen. But you watch it anyway, because like in a in such a like messy time when you're getting, you know, obviously there's the consumption of news, which you could talk. We could talk for ages about the consumption of news because it's just not good for you at this point in time. I don't think no. constantly listening to every single restriction and every single rule and every single new development that happens in the government and in Ireland. I just don't think it's good for us. I don't think getting the numbers every single evening at five it, do, it never makes me feel better you no, know I miss the times when RTE had like no news and they yeah. would just go to a random farm and show the first lambs born yeah like, I remember probably like two years ago there was like these triplet boys and their lambs had triplets and it was a whole news story and yeah. it was pure gold I just uh, yeah, really that, that was... enjoyed it, watching them talk about their lambs. Yeah, it's Whereas so... now, like, there's just no good news. And I know that good news doesn't really make the news. But... Yeah, good news definitely doesn't make the news. It's the, it's the dramatic... I mean, and of course, everyone wants to stay informed. But, like, if every day... Overconsumption. Yeah, it's, it's an overconsumption. And then, like, you just feel, like, bad. Because you're just like, ah, oh, this is... You know, I I tried to do a week where I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to see the numbers, but I feel like it's very hard to. No, it is to not see the numbers. Every single app, I think three apps on my phone tell me what the numbers are. Numbers are, yeah. You know, so it's it's very hard to kind of get get rid of that um that the overconsumption of news. When Orla brought up the topic of consumer guilt, I thought of what my aunt said, which I've told Orla about this before, is that our generation is definitely, and I'm talking, I'd probably say between what, 18 to 24. That's like a really weird age. I um, feel age. like even older. I mean, even older, but there's this generation of like generation guilt where everything we do has something attached to it. So like, I was talking to my aunt about this one day and she was talking about how when she was, you know, young and in college, that sounds bad. She's still young. Um, <laughs> so very young, very young. So basically when she was in college and um, smoking was never, you were never meant to feel guilty about it because it didn't really have any negatives. Drinking was kind of the same. You weren't made to feel guilty about it. If you caught a flight to London, you weren't meant to feel guilty about it. And now everything that we do in this generation, we feel guilty about. So drinking too much, even if it's one night, we feel massively guilty because we're like, it's bad for my health. What did I do? Did I do anything that's now on record or on video, whatever it is on social media? And then there's, you know, catching a flight. We can't do that. I I say catching a flight like I do it all the time. I mean, going on a plane, like I'm I'm not trying to be casual about it. Um, going, (laughs) Going on a plane, we feel guilty about the carbon emissions. We can't eat meat anymore because we feel guilty about that. There's like constant thing. And this wasn't a thing before or wasn't as big a thing before you know, generations weren't as guilted into changing their actions. I think like, whatever you want to call us, like millennials, isn't there Gen Z millennials and genial, genials? 
that doesn't sound right I hope I don't <laughs> fall into that category yeah well anyway that whole those all those generations we're now we're we're so proactive in like trying to change our ancestors actions and our actions that we have to put guilt because that's the only thing we know how to do if that makes sense like the only way we know how to get people to do things and change things is to guilt them into doing it and I don't yeah. know how we got there you know like I don't know how we manage like because guilt definitely gets to people you're you know you're like attacking their emotional side but is it the right way to do it I don't know I don't know it's all up for discussion but I think yeah as you make these small sustainable changes in your life you just have to make sure that you take care of yourself yeah everything in moderation that's that's the solution everything in moderation and you'll be fine and that's where we're gonna cut it off Thanks everyone so much for listening. Uh, this has been Shauna and Orla. And if you want to find out more about the work of Stan, check out stan.ie. Bye.